All right, here we go. Let's get on with the show for October 18th. Yeah, it's that Friday newscast. And exciting news. Jeremiah's Craig, the guy who does the intro for our, our uh, podcast here. He's got some merchandise out. He's got some shirts, and he's also got one of his albums. You can get a vinyl. Yes, vinyl, for those of you who are too young to know. That is a record. Oh, I, I have one myself. I think it's fantastic. The... Uh, uh, Commandeer album is my favorite that he does. But anyway, he's got some merchandise out. I got one of his shirts. It's pretty nice. I'm going to wear it today, in fact. So anyway, I'm going to put a, sh- a link to that in the uh, end of the episode. So here we go. Let's, oh, and uh, new bids will be out. Oh, I think it's the 24th or 25th. So we'll find out what we're doing after that. Until then, it's pretty exciting. We don't know. But, you know, here's what it is. Bid time where we pick our runs for the winter. Because I'll do a set run for six months. What it comes down to is that bidding time is like Christmas when you're a little kid. You know what you want, and you get what you get, and you deal with it. So, uh, saying that, let's get on with the show. Across the nation, checking cities off his list, sharing stories of the road right here on his station. You are listening to the Kingfish. Yes, you've tuned in to the Kingfish Radio Network. Expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish right here. All right, here's one that doesn't surprise me at all. You know, with the, you know, it used to be you need a lot of upper body strength to drive a truck, but today, you know, with air ride this, air ride that, power this, you don't need it. And quite honestly, I've seen some female drivers that are just as good as men, not a problem. In fact, Quite a few of them are better. So here's what we got. Women are flocking to an industry you might not expect trucking. According to the American Trucking Association, there are 234,234 female truckers counted in 2018. That's a 68% increase since 2010. Part of the reason for the dramatic increase is equal pay for female drivers. All right. Now, the new Postal Service truck contract worth $6.3 billion may be awarded in 2020. Ooh, that's going to be a big one. All right. So here's what it comes down to. Nobody cares if you're man, woman, uh, black, white, Hispanic, uh, whatever. All they care about is that you get the, you know, you get the stuff there on time. If you can get the freight there on time, nobody cares what you look like. It just doesn't matter. Trucking is probably the most, uh, you know, equal equal rights type job there is. Of course, it's hard on everybody. So, you know, there are some challenges for females, you know, restrooms and things like that. But, you know, I, like I said, I've seen female drivers. They're just as good as men. I don't have a problem with it. So good to you, ladies. And, uh, you know, there's a shortage. So, hey, I got no problem with it. All right, drivers, here's another one. Let's move on. 
Uh, it looks like Wyoming's uh, shutting down the eastbound Teton Pass starting uh, October 15th. Now, what's the reason? Uh, they had that runaway truck ramp go bad. So here's what Wyoming says. The Wyoming Department of Transportation has shut down Teton Pass for eastbound traffic early this year due to concerns of a runaway truck ramp. The Wyoming DOT says that all eastbound traffic is forbidden from Teton starting October 15th. Both directions will close the track trailer traffic on november 15th remain closed until april 1st 2020 the ban is for semi trucks and any other vehicle with a hitch trailer so it's not just trucks you get a hitch trailer don't take it okay this is a big deal all right wyoming says that the state troopers will be trolling teton pass looking for violators of the seasonal trailer ban violators will risk a 435 dollars fine so you get caught up there 435 dollars all right now, on September 30th, the ramp closed. A truck loaded with potatoes crashed into a gravel shed on Teton Pass. That's the one where it hit the gravel shed and the truck flew through the air. And, oh, it was a nightmare. The truck was so violent that it ripped the cab of the truck from the frame and sent it flying 100 feet into a tree. 31-year-old driver Jackson Altima was hospitalized with significant injuries following the crash. The Wyoming, the Wyoming Highway Patrol later said that Altima's truck was 17,000 thousand pounds overweight at the time of the crash you can see video of the aftermath of the potato crash below all right seventeen thousand pounds this guy was overweight now they're saying seventeen thousand pounds overweight you know i'm wondering you know you know what what his axles look like but oh my goodness seventeen thousand pounds overweight that's insane I couldn't imagine going down Teton Pass. That's a pretty steep hill. It's it's not a big deal if you take care of yourself. You got the right, you know, but 17,000 pounds, which means if he was gross, you know, if he could gross at 80, he was 97,000 pounds. I've never taken anything. You would know. You would know if you were that heavy. At least I, I would hope that you would know. You know, you, you you put it in gear, and if it doesn't want to move, it broads are pretty good that you're you're overweight. So seventeen thousand pounds. Thanks, guy. You shut down Teton Pass for the season early. Wow. Don't forget, drivers. Four hundred thirty-five dollar fine. All right, let's move on. All right. Here's one I find. I just think this is awesome, and uh, I have a lot of blind friends, so I'm sure they're gonna love this. Okay, you ready for this? This is just amazing. Yeah, I'm looking at the photo. This nice Corvette. I'm not a Corvette guy. I'm a Mustang guy, but what the heck. Anyway, Dan Parker was racing his Pro Mod Chevrolet Corvette back in 2012 when he came in contact with a retention wall. Parker survived the crash. However, he did, it didn't leave him permanently blind. As you can imagine, an injury like that stops a racing career. So there's a picture of him in this yellow Corvette, and he's got his cane, and he's got his black glasses on, and... And, you know, 50s, 40, late 40s. So here's what this guy is going to do, right? As of this year, Parker wants to get back behind the wheel and not only race, but set the land speed record for a blind person. In a Facebook post, Parker explained that the idea came to him in a dream six months after his crash. Was that a dream or a nightmare? I'm starting to wonder at that point. Well, anyway, with the help of his friends, donations, and sponsors, Parker built a three-wheeled 70cc motorcycle and took it to the Bonneville South Flats where he became the first blind person to compete in summer of 2013. Parker took it even further the following year, taking an FIM, 
FIM recognized world record for his class with no special dispensation for visual impairment. Right on. With several accomplishments under his belt, Parker heard of Mike Newman, who held the record for the highest top land speed, 200.9 miles per hour. So with his modified 200 or 2008 Chevrolet Corvette, Parker is setting out to beat that record. Oh, wow. The Corvette is equipped with an auto guidance system based on GPS, so Parker and his team plot out the entire track, and if he strays from the plots on either side, a tone goes off in his ear. To help with his funding, Parker has a GoFundMe page with $20,000 gold that he plans to use for his return to Bonneville. If you want to follow his story more closely, PBS is airing a documentary on him titled Driven Blind. You know what? That's pretty cool. I'm down with that. Good luck with you, buddy. All right, let's see if we can... Is there a link to the... I'll see if I can find a link to this. No, I don't see a link to his GoFundMe page. That's too bad. I'd put that up. Anyway, look him up. His name's Dan Parker, Facebook. Dan Parker, good for you, buddy. I hope you make it. I hope you set your record. That's the kind of stuff we need in this world. People who don't let anything get them down and keep pursuing their dreams. Right on. Well, here's something you don't hear every day. Yeah, this one's a little unusual. All right, NASCAR hauler. Crashes down embankment en route to Kansas Speedway. Yeah, you heard me right. On the way to the to the uh, Speedway, a NASCAR hauler busted up. Let's see, it's number, who is this? The, the number 10 team driver is Ross Chastain, C-H-A-S-T-A-I-N. Uh, he was not involved in the crash, but that's the driver of the car. It says uh, the truck and the trailer, trailer are a total loss. Those are really nice trucks and trailers, so I'm sure that's a lot of money there. But the truck and trailer are a total loss after the crash. One of the cars inside was also damaged. The crash remains under investigation. So apparently this happened over at uh, let's see, I-40 westbound and mile marker 93 when the truck swerved off the interstate crashing through the right guardrail down a 60-foot embankment and overturning in a wooded area. Huh. I wonder if that's in the gorge. Yeah, you know, I haven't been down that way in a long time, and I can't remember where the gorge started. So I'll just have to wonder about that. That's, uh, well, I don't know. Anyway, let's move on. All right. Here we go. We're done with the trucking news. Not too much to report there. Anyway, this one's a little weird. These look like little cubes with four wheels on it. A 3D printed self-driving shuttle, Ollie, undergoes testing at Gomentum Station. Wow. So, I don't know what to think about this. Looks like a... Not sure what it looks like. It's like a little box with wheels on the bottom. Little tiny wheels. Makes a smart car looks, look uh, masculine. So, a 3D printed self-driving vehicle, huh? Huh. So I guess this is going to be like around college campuses. Things like that. They're going to be on an automated course. Hmm. I don't know. I'll see if I can save the picture. Maybe I'll use that for the show picture so you get an idea what this thing looks like. Not sure if that'll save. Anyway, I don't know. 
All right, let's move on. Tariffs could raise gas or car prices by over $1,900. The right auto loan could put that money back in your car buyer's pockets. So basically what it's saying is because of all the tariffs we might, we might be hitting your car, your foreign cars might be going up by $1,900. Wow, wonderful. All this winning. It's just, just getting better and better. You know, all these people are making these deals and fighting over it, and the only people not getting, you know, we're the ones, you know, pay the price. All right, let's move on. California Tow Truck Association is joining the uh, National Move Over Day in three locations. Basically, let's just call October Move Over Month. You're driving down a road, and the tow truck drivers are pretty strong about this. Now, what they're saying is that if you... You know, if you're going down a road and you see somebody on the shoulder, cop, car, tow truck, whatever, get over. Just move a lane over. It ain't a big deal. You know, the guy might be working on it. Come walking around. Maybe stop, take a whiz. I don't know. Come walking around the truck. Whack. You just whacked him. How much time are you going to save by hitting somebody? Move over. Please just take a few minutes and move over. It's not that big a deal. I see it all the time. I'll get over to move over for a car, truck, or tow truck on the shoulder. And some idiot in the car will try to fly by me on the right. And it's just like, why are you trying to do that? So now I'll just block both lanes because I just don't want it. You know, I'm, I, I just don't make no sense to me. Just get over. All right. This one's kind of weird. IBM boards the Mayflower Autonomous Ship Project. Yeah. Yeah. This one's a little weird. I wish they had a photo of this, but they don't. Okay. This is in London. IBM announced today that it has joined the global consortium of partners led by marine research organization Promar that are building an unmanned, fully autonomous ship that will cross the Atlantic on the fourth century of the original Mayflower voyage in September 2020. Wow. Now, the Mayflower autonomous ship will use IBM's AI most powerful servers, cloud, and edge computing technologies to navigate autonomously and avoid ocean hazards as it makes its way from Plymouth, England to Plymouth, or Plymouth, England to Plymouth, Massachusetts. If successful, it would be one of the first self-navigating full-size vessels to cross the Atlantic Ocean and will open the door in a new era of autonomous research ships. Well, putting a research ship to sea can cost tens of thousands of dollars or pounds a day and is limited by how much time people can spend on board. Well... Yeah, but how are you going to, I don't know. You know, I guess it depends on the research because, you know, you, you know, you could, you know, you might want to have some people there to direct all the research. But anyway, I think that's pretty cool. Oh, what did we get? Oh, yes, yes. Just the notice on the computer saying that I have to go to work tomorrow. Lovely. I already knew that. Did I want to do it to work tomorrow? No. All right. No aircraft news. That's my Marine report. We did the cars. Let's go to general press releases. Oh, yes. This is lovely. You ready for this? All right. This is my favorite section. I don't know why. I wish somebody would go to McMurdo and report to me because I, I've always wanted to go check it out. Obviously, I'm not going. Probably don't want somebody a little older. But anyway, the McMurdo Jobs Report. Maybe I should get a song. Ask Jeremiah if he can write me a song. McMurdo Jobs Report. Okay. Construction. Okay. Here we go. Up in McMurdo research station in Antarctica. They're looking for a construction blaster. Position is located in Antarctica. 
All right, assist in establishing establishing and maintaining the explosives cache at McMurdo Station and other U.S. stations and camps. All right, easily apply. Hey, you want to blow some stuff up in the Antarctic? They're looking for you. And then a flight nurse. Provides nursing services within the McMurdo Station Clinic and cross trains to support clinic services as needed. Awesome. Two jobs at the McMurdo Station. Oh, I wish I could go. Wouldn't that be so cool? I just think that would be so cool. So, anyway, that's all I got. No more news other than that. Word of the day? Nope. No, nothing else. All right, today we're going to... Oh, what is my computer doing? All right. Ah, there we go. A bunch of stuff popped up that didn't make no sense. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Jeremiah Craig just released uh, some merchandise. He's got the Bobtail Further for shirts now. I got a couple. He sent them to me. I think they're great. It's a white shirt. It's got the it's got the logo on it. Also, uh, I'm gonna put the uh, the link to his store for his merchandise up in the show notes. Check it out. And I'm gonna end today's show with uh, Bobtail further from less if I can find it. Uh, it might be out in my car. That CD's in my car. I'm not sure. But anyway, I'm gonna end it with that. It's a great song. Not the usual outro. So anyway, the guy just got married. Check out his story. He's got some good stuff. I think it's a great trucking song. So anyway, that's all I got. Keep it simple. Keep it slow. Not too excited today. Not too much news. I'll have more once I know what's going on with the bids. So anyway, I hope everybody's staying warm. Stay out of trouble. And I'm out of here. Talk to you all later.
Yeah, we've bobbed till the first. 